0: This week on the podcast, we are back traveling the Caribbean as we hang out with Jack and crew for the fourth installment of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise on Stranger Tides. Welcome back to the Dissect That Film Podcast, where we dissect the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite films and film franchises. I am your host, Brett Parker. Joining me as always, my wonderful co-host, Dan and Angela of DNA Gaming.
1: Hello. How's it going? Hello.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Seven times a charm. No just kidding. <laughs> so we are back talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. We, uh, we took a little detour last week talking about... Uh, a movie that's very different from this fan- franchise but we're back because we got two more of these to talk about before we travel into wherever the hell we're going uh, coming up so pirates of the caribbean on stranger tides was released on may 7th 2011 at disneyland because they always gotta they always gotta premiere these things at disneyland first because of course that's that's where it originated everybody gotta show the love uh, I was released to everybody else on May 20th 2011 had a budget so Wikipedia of course you take it it's with a grain of salt so it says here which is the first time I've ever seen Wikipedia do this where it says budget it says 410 point six million dollars gross with a 378 point5 million dollar net that doesn't make any sense you're telling me this movie costs 400 million dollars to make I don't I don't think so uh, from what I've seen, it's it's under two hundred million dollars because they actually had to spend less money on this one compared to the third one because uh of the two thousand and eight like market crash and all that, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: so they they really had to I guess not because like the last one was like over three hundred million dollars for the budget, so mm-hmm. which is crazy. So according to IMDb, the budget was estimated at two hundred and fifty million. Uh, it made opening weekend, made $90 million and overall grossed $1.04 billion at the box office, becoming the second highest grossing Pirates of the Caribbean movie and the third highest grossing film of 2011. That's disappointing. It's very disappointing, especially when we get to our <laughs> thoughts on this one. Um, but yeah, it was this one was also written by... Ted Elliott, and Terry Rossio. We're not really going to go into too much detail on them. We've talked about them every single episode because they wrote all these movies. And guess what? They wrote the next one, too. So (laughs) They just
2: need to hang it up and move
0: on. Yeah. Let's let's figure something else out, guys. Let's bring a different writer in. Okay? Um, This, though, had a different director because Gore Verbinski, uh, they didn't know they were going to be doing a fourth one until uh, Terry Rossio and... Ted Elliott picked up the On Stranger Tides book, which was a book from 1987, that is a lot of the elements of this movie, you know, are taken from that book. Uh, You know, the whole Blackbeard storyline, the Fountain of Youth, all that stuff. Um, It's actually also the uh, influence behind the Monkey Island games as well. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I mean, I've 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 never read the book, but I've heard good things, and I actually looked uh, at the synopsis of of the book itself. It seems like an interesting read. But we have a different director because Gore Verbinski was doing Rango and couldn't get out of that mm. to to do this. They actually were, um, so it was Rango, and then he would do the Lone Ranger, and I guess they tried to like work it out where to push the release of. The Lone Ranger, so he could come do this. Dan, what are you doing?
3: I'm not about? laughing at you. I'm picking on my wife. If you, I'm like, I'm like, I, whoever watched the video is gonna get it and watched us. I'm just like pretending like I'm smelling, like smell something horrible on my fingers, and she's <laughs> shocked by it. It's because we just made barbecue, and my hands still smell like barbecue. But I was trying to make it. Seem well, like I, I mean, at least horrible. it smells
0: like that and that's something yeah, I know.
3: else. <laughs> that's why I was doing it. No, I'm sorry, yikes! But on what you said, thank you. Uh, as you said, it was Gore Verbinski's his name, right? Yes. Because I don't want to fuck this up. Okay. Yes. So thank you, Mr. Verbinski, for Rango, because it was a great movie. Yes. Uh, I wish you were here for this one, but we understand.
0: But we don't want to thank you for the Lone Ranger. I never watched that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we don't have to. That's fair. Right. It's, it's fine. Well, it's just um, <laughs> But we, yeah, we got a uh, Johnny Depp back, this is one of the. This is like the first Pirates of the Caribbean movie where. Jack Sparrow is like the focal point, like he is the main character, where in the original trilogy, he was, I mean, he was a big part of the story, but there was so many of these characters that were playing such big parts throughout the movie that he wasn't really the standout, Um, but also this just felt like a side, this was definitely just a side story, this really didn't have any connection Slightly to anything other than like they'll they'll reference the Black Pearl, you know, reference certain things from the prior movie. But yeah, it kind of just feels like a episode of like The Adventures of Jack Sparrow. What's he doing now?
3: <laughs> Saturday morning cartoon or like yeah, a made exactly. for TV movie?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like I said, Johnny Depp comes back as Jack Sparrow. We got Penelope Cruz, uh, who it was pregnant this entire production. If you could not tell, uh, there was uh, she. A lot of her shots were very close up and then any shot that was far like kind of from a distance where you see her whole body, not her. Um, But she, I guess, signed on to this movie without even reading the script and Johnny Depp, I guess, did the same. And this would be a reunion for Johnny Depp and Penelope Cruz because they actually were in the movie Blow together back in 2001, Uh, I believe, Uh, which is a great, that's a great, uh, great movie.
3: Never seen it, but heard of
0: Ian McShane. Is in this as uh, as Blackbeard, which um, I have a lot He's of things. Say, I have a lot of things to say about uh, him. Uh, Jeffrey Rush is back as Barbosa, and we have Kevin R. McNally coming back as Gibbs. That's kind of our core returning cast. Was mm-hmm. was McNally, uh, Jeffrey Rush, and Johnny Depp? Those were uh, the core. Uh, the Johnny Depp and McNally were have been in all of them. So as as of right now. I this I've and this is a movie like I had I remember seeing but like there's just like recently seeing it I'm like remembering certain things like oh that a lot of these guys aren't in this movie like a lot of the people that I thought were in all the movies yeah they're not in this one there's a lot of missing pieces in this movie and the reason behind it is kind of (laughs) dumb
3: oh well, I mean, in movie, I thought there was, is, there, is this like on screen reason or behind the sc- scenes? Reason? I
0: don't know. I didn't really look into that. Uh, I just know, like, based on the story that Barbosa oh. t- tells about how yeah, the events of his situation yeah. happened, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a weird one. Uh, this one was an hour and 17 minutes. It's the shortest runtime for a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which yep. is still too long. Yep. Because this felt the two hours and 17 minutes.
3: And then some.
0: Which is crazy because we just we just talked about the longest Pirates of the Caribbean movie, which almost was two hours and 49 minutes, and it didn't feel it. So, yeah. yeah. This is... Um, at the time, this was one of the most expensive movies ever made. I guess, like I stated, the estimated gross... <coughs> or estimated... Budget was 250 million, but I guess with all the the effects and all, and then they also shot this in 3D, as as I have my 3D copy of of it back there. Uh, I guess it was close to 400 million dollars. So I guess when I was saying like, oh, that can't be right, that can't be right. no, I guess with all that bloated, just extra shit that probably didn't need to happen. I, here's my thing: movies like this don't need to be in 3D. And to be honest, 3D is such a—it's a, such a terrible gimmick that we should have figured out didn't work very well when they started doing it in the 80s and the 50s. And the fit—I mean, to be honest, probably the 50s was probably like that decade where it probably worked out the best.
3: Like, hey guys, this shit ain't gonna pan out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then they ca- yeah, and then it came back. This was like the time because like Avatar came out two years before this. That was a big deal in 3D, and to be honest, that was probably one of the best movies I've seen in 3D because of the fact it's not actually live action. It's kind of... It's it's all CG, so it the effects just look better. Live action movies like this, they just don't... They just don't need to be that way, alright? I'm not... I don't need to go see Pirates of the Caribbean 3D. Why do... And then you might ask, well, why do you have the 3D copy of the movie? Because I'm an idiot, and I always bought the dumbest versions of movies you know how many 3d movies i have that i've never watched in 3d because i never had a 3d tv <laughs> and they were probably s- probably more expensive than the r- actual regular versions of them
3: oh yeah they were man <sighs> make that dime. golly yes i made poor decisions in my movie buying back in the day i've uh, been there
0: <laughs> but yeah i mean so this was the first pirates of the caribbean movie that wasn't shot in the caribbean uh, a lot of uh, Caribbean islands they used in the prior three movies. This one was filmed all in Hawaii. Mm. I was hoping they would like film it in Florida and just like because that's where the actual Fountain of Youth is.
2: Yeah, exactly. Like yep. in they,
0: quotations.
2: It's in yeah, St. Augustine
0: I, for anyone who wants yeah. to go visit the Fountain of Youth and drink some water out of a plastic cup. Go to St. Augustine. Fountain of Youth.
3: <laughs> I just want to go into the Everglades and like steal invasive species. That's what I want to no. do when I go to Florida. Dude, I
0: follow yeah. a guy on TikTok who does that. He literally just like walks through the Everglades to try to find Burmese pythons. And I'm like, all right, man. That's I just want to go.
2: You go and you bring back a snake and you're living by yourself.
3: I thought you liked snakes.
2: <laughs> I'm not living with a python. I'm not a
3: python. I mean, I just want to like, this isn't supposed to be here. <laughs> you have no rights because we made them, we patented them.
2: I don't care about I
3: should make a Jurassic Park reference. I don't have the fucking shirt on. Come on, it's Jurassic Park. Thing.
0: As we're recording this, it is the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park,
3: so. Yeah, we didn't watch it, so pick it to the man. Not we're not conformists. How dare you? We're gonna watch it when we do the thing. That's what we're gonna watch. Well, we it. do the thing that we
0: haven't recorded
3: yet. That's I said we do the thing. Yep. I'm yeah, being that's vague.
1: That's-
0: <laughs> so the actress who played Serena, the mermaid, uh, Astrid, I'm gonna I'm going to try my best to pronounce her name. She is uh, Spanish. Uh, Astrid Burgess Fresbe. She didn't know any English at the time that she got cast in this movie, but she was personally picked by Rob Marshall, the director, who we ha- also haven't talked about yet. Uh, he, he, this would be his first of two Mermaid movies that he's done in his career because he is the director of the new 2023, The Little Mermaid.
3: Hmm, so Interesting. Wow. You- interesting. I also have things to say about that. But yeah, he's,
0: I mean, he's done... Uh, he directed his first film with Chicago back in 2002, Memoirs of a Geisha, uh, Into the Woods, which is another musical. Uh, he did Mary Poppins Returns back in 2018, and then, of course, Little Mermaid in 2023.
2: Looking at me.
3: How did this do? Listen, I don't even like musicals. How did this motherfucker do Chicago and then do this and then do Little Mermaid? I want to know, like, it's like, like, I don't know. I don't.
0: Mary, Poppins, I'm not even Mary likes, Poppins. returns was pretty fun. I enjoyed that I never, movie.
3: I, they should have just made it like all those other movies. Just the Revenge of Mary Poppins. She goes back and starts killing delinquent children. I mean, <laughs> fuck <laughs> get, There you go. There's an idea. Whoever makes that movie, just say, "Hey, I got that idea from fucking dissect oh, yeah. that film." That's all we want. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's that's it. There's really not a lot we can talk about with this movie, like behind the scenes. Um, but so let's talk about our thoughts on this movie before we jump into the plot. So let's start. Let's start off with Angela because she just she looks like she wants to say something. Tell Her us all face. about it. Mountain
3: Dew Zero Sugar.
2: They should have just stopped with the third one. Not done this one because it did not feel like. I know. I know. Money. Okay, here you <laughs> he all
3: this money. <laughs> no, but okay. it did Hi, not. We're Disney. Feel, we like money.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that that's the only reason. It did not feel like a pirate movie to me, not like the, you know, yeah. what the first three have been. Like it could have been its own, it could have been its own entity by itself and it would have made more sense. It just I don't I did not like Penelope Cruz in this and I love Penelope Cruz. I did not like her character. Like you don't know your dad, then you like your dad then you don't like your dad, then you like your dad and then you're like
0: Yeah, her journey was very confusing. But very confusing. Especially like, at what the end. Are we doing here?
2: Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> where what No, we'll get to it at that I do like uh I did like Blackbeard just because I like Blackbeard. The story. Um <laughs> I don't know how I missed well I probably fell asleep no yeah, th- this was one of those that I fell asleep because it was boring it was not because I was sleepy I fell asleep because I was bored all right so like I don't know how I missed Judy Dench, but you know whatever
3: she was just like real quick okay. though she was just yeah I, mean, I part my notes I I forgot I was like wait is that Judy Dench that's Dave? what I thought Judy when I, Dench? I was like, what are you what? doing
0: here
2: <laughs> but yeah I I just thought it was Unnecessary. All right. <laughs> Jen has things to say.
3: This movie was the epitome of just mediocrity. Like it, it, like just to take a quote from a more intelligent person than myself, Richard Hammond from Top Gear. I was
2: about to say, this pa-
3: this movie so- is. It's not. It's. It's not bad. It's so boring, or or, or it's so just. Meh, that it suffers the old. It'd be it'd be more interesting if it was a bad movie mm-hmm. than this movie. Yeah, it's just so like it's it's going on, and I don't even enjoy the portrayal of most of the characters. Something seems off about most of this. Like that I know it's a director. A... No offense to him, Barbara. I, honestly, I didn't care about like. There are select scenes in this movie that I liked, like the main it, when you see the mer- mermaids for the first time. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. I that like really when cool. you find out like, when when when. Jack and Barbosa get to actually speak when they're, you know, tied up, whatever, later. Yeah. Like that that at that point Barbosa felt more like himself. And like it felt like a genuine moment. Like he had a motivation to fucking do something. But other than that, it's just like I didn't care for most of his characters. I felt like what you talked about earlier in the movie, the reviews we or videos we did. Uh, or a podcast we recorded, that Jack just feels weird in these later movies. He feels less and less like himself as these movies go on, or he's not acted as well as these movies go on. Uh, you know, there were the inclusions of these new characters that were really a throwaway. Blackbeard wasn't interesting. I like his his aesthetic, but I didn't care for his character. I hated Penelope Cruz because she didn't know what the fuck she wanted to do. She was flip-flopping all the damn time. Like, you knew your dad's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. You don't have to cover for him. It's fine. He, he sucks. Uh, even when he fucks you over, he still sucks. But anyway, it's just, that, that's it. And then, I didn't like Blackbeard like as his thing. It's like, unlike other magical or enhanced characters or mystical characters, he just, he's got a sword and his ship does magic. Why? Because he's Blackbeard. There's your explanation. Like Most everything else was told because of, oh, there's this old tale of this. Yeah. There was nothing. Blackbeard was a bad pirate he kills other pirates that was your explanation yeah I just
0: also where yeah. the fuck was he like we heard nothing about Blackbeard in the first three movies and if he's nope. this much of a bad pi- like if he's as bad as he's supposed to be why does no one talk about him why is there not even a mention of him as like especially when we literally the last movie was about a bunch like literally all the pirates from like all over the world's like joining together it's like Maybe, yes, maybe he's the outsider because he does his own thing and he is probably the, you know, seen as like the most ruthless of the pirates. But I, to be honest, I told, I said it in the first episode that we did on Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, I called this movie. I knew exactly where this movie was going to go. I Like I said, I'd never read the the On Stranger Tides book, which is what this movie is slightly based on. Um, I, I just... I literally said after after I watched that World's End, I was like, the next one is gonna be about Blackbeard, and they're going for the Mountain of Youth. As soon as that trailer came out, that's what it was about. I was like, okay. Damn, you called. Butt. But also, I did. A, I've read a lot of books about pirates, and Blackbeard was like one of the most interesting pirates, like real life pirate. Uh, yeah. And he he only died when he was like thirty five years old. He wasn't very old, and then you got Ian McShane, who's like sixty.
1: and i'm i'm just very confused and
0: i was like maybe if they explain to me so the whole thing is so in real in reality blackbeard gets caught gets beheaded and then his head is like put at the bow of his ship as kind of like a warning to other pirates um which they make mention of in this movie like jack actually it's like a, a something that you if you you could blink and miss the line where he talks about that. And it's like, well, maybe if they explained, maybe because he has like the zombie crew, maybe he was able to, someone was able to like reattach his head and all that. And then he aged. So it's like way later. Cause like he, so so in in reality, he died in like 1720, close to 1720. And this takes place in 1750. So I, I mean, I just wish there was some sort of explanation of like, is did he get beheaded is this like and like this is just kind of some sort of magic that brought him back but now there's some prop it's so confusing Mm -hmm. and so uninteresting that I yes this was one that I got bored watching because certain performances just weren't there like Jack is not as weird as he usually is he's very he's very like straight laced for a lot of stuff and then Mm -hmm. you get like moments of him being you know the old Jack Um, Gibbs is not in this enough. I like Gibbs a lot, and they just kind of throw him away. Uh, Barbosa, I can't. I do not like his portrayal in this movie, and the reason why, and the reasoning behind him. Dude, he's a badass. Barbosa is a badass, and he is a badass at the end of At World's End, which is my favorite portrayal of Barbosa. I liked Mm -hmm. him in At World's End more than I liked him in Curse of the Black Pearl. Mm-hmm. But this one is like I get the I, I I guess them tying it all together of like why he is the way he is in this movie it it's fine because it, they at least they connected it but the reasoning is just lame like oh Blackbeard he's the he's the worst of the worst I was like you just you literally helped kill the uh, J- Davy Jones who was like the undead like pirate who literally could like travel anywhere and not die and. I'm just so confused at this whole thing. And yeah, like his his power is he's got a really thick-ass sword. And he, which, you know what? The scene is really cool. But also, sometimes Ian McShane just looks like he's half asleep doing this I performance. He just it. is like, I'm getting a big paycheck from Disney right now. Penelope Cruz, to be honest, even though I'm not a big fan of her performance, she seems like she cares more than anyone here. <laughs> She's putting... 110% yeah. into her performance, but, but yeah, it's very confusing. Where are you going with this lady? Yeah, I what think her, are we
3: doing here? Her and Gibbs, like, even though Gibbs wasn't in much, he felt like Gibbs. Like, yep. he didn't feel like odd, but like, I don't know.
0: Here's the thing about Pirates of the Caribbean, especially the original three the side characters are so good. Mm-hmm. Every, and it's like you got Jack Sparrow and then you got everyone around him are so interesting. That's what keeps you engaged for these huge runtimes. Like I said, mm-hmm. almost three hour movie, and I am so engaged in At World's End from mm-hmm. beginning to end because every character is interesting to me. Even though you know we All have our them. gripes with our with like you know Will, I didn't wasn't a huge fan of Will, but uh, but he was still an interesting character. The side characters here—they're trying to recreate some of those like interesting side characters. But they're just not doing it for me. There was that one guy, I think his name is Scrum. Mm-hmm. Um he is like the new like guy who will be he'll be in the next one too, spoiler alert. Um yeah, it's not that big of a deal. And then you have like <laughs> I called him Bible Boy for the whole movie because I could not yeah. I did not hear his name until oh. the mermaid said it, and I was like, oh yeah.
2: Philip.
0: Okay, but he was Bible yeah. boy to me. <laughs> um he wasn't interesting. Uh the mermaid Serena just could care less. I like the mermaid scene of all the, uh, you know, the attack scene, but the whole thing, I understand what they needed her for and all that. And like things made sense, but they also were just like, it didn't, I just don't care. I just, I just don't care.
3: I, I like the, actually the one thing that I, one thing I really enjoyed was what the Spanish did at the end of the movie. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I was like, yes, give us something in like different. I was not expecting that. Yep. So I was like, "Good for them." But yeah, I agree.
0: But yeah, Blackbeard, Oh, yeah.
3: This. Oh, go
0: ahead. I'm just saying, Blackbeard is just not an intriguing villain. I mean, he should have been so much cooler. I
3: feel like they yep. could have
0: cast someone else, or just like given Ian McShane more to do in this movie. He doesn't do anything. Yeah.
3: He does the sword
0: thing once. He does the flamethrower thing, and then he just doesn't do anything.
3: Yeah, the flamethrower thing's done he one time, and show. then it's never brought up His, again. The Queen yeah, Anne's Revenge really is show. possibly
0: my favorite ship. Other than oh uh, the, the Flying Dutchman, Flying Dutchman. I, I love the Flying Dutchman, but yeah, the, the Queen Anne's Revenge is awesome, and the story well, this, behind the actual Queen Anne's Revenge is awesome.
3: I was gonna say this movie is. I'll, I'll go back to. I want to state this real fast before I forget. Um, this is the one movie that, uh, so far out of all of them that I ever like is this movie over yet?
0: Yeah, I was like I the was other ones, there. like
3: you said, they just go like because they're compelling yeah. films. This one are just like. we can we stop?
2: Because when I, when I fell asleep, I was like, gosh, it's got to be almost over. I'm like, I'm, I'm like.
3: You had like 45 minutes left when you fell asleep, I think. But
2: then when I woke up, I'm like, it's still going. Yeah. Like, come oh, on. And I don't feel like I missed anything. Yeah. Like, it went from one thing, I woke back up, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, oh, here we oh, go.
3: Are here oh, in Spanish, you're here now. <laughs> yep.
0: But yeah, I mean, I. I remember. I mean, I remember liking it a lot more when I first saw it. And I, like I said, I didn't see any of these movies in theaters. I always waited until they really. I don't even think I saw the fifth one until like a couple years after that came out because I was just so disinterested in this franchise after this movie. Um, but yeah, watching it recently, I'm just like, oof, this is a this was. This was a rough watch. This definitely, I mean, it had its good elements. It's definitely not one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I've seen way worse. I still, there are fun parts to this movie. But another thing I want to make big, it doesn't look as crisp as the the last two. Like, it just, it, it seems like we were going back. Like, they were on, it, it, there were times where they looked like they were on sets.
1: Yeah, and sometimes
0: I feel like you have to try to make it so it doesn't look like that but there are like moments where you're like this is 100% a set it doesn't have that that like film layer that at World's End had that made it just such an engrossing world where it was just like okay we're here and now we're on this set here and then we're on this set here even though I know there was a lot of on location shots uh, in this movie because that's what one of those things about this franchise is they, they do a lot of on location shooting but yeah, it just didn't look as, as as clean, um, as as the other ones. But um, I know, I mean, even with that budget, I just like what what we what happened here.
3: It just didn't seem like that. Like I, I, that's excuse me. It's kind of why, no offense, I put my finger at the director a little bit because even the scene where you get to showcase what the the Queen Anne's Revenge does when they let the guy go and they do yeah. like they're gonna nuke him with the flames, it wasn't that exciting. Like I was like. It just how it did, how it was presented wasn't yeah. nearly as dramatic as like most anything in the previous films, and I wonder if it's because of how strong the third one was, and like what it ended on with Calypso and all that shit, and Davy Jones. Like, where are they gonna go?
0: Also, did we get an explanation of why he can do that? What with the boat? Yeah,
3: no idea. I don't. I, there, I think it,
0: I know people. There's, there's, people there's, complain where they're like, you don't need to always know how something goes. And you're like, but I want I to know. I want to know. Like, it doesn't need to be a whole drawn out scene. Just give me some sort of quick thing. And be like, hey, I heard. Like, maybe that maybe it's not even the real reason. But like, the crew, they're you know when they're planning their mutiny, they're like talking to Like, oh, I heard that he you know signed his soul over to the devil, and that's how he was able to get control of the because I because that is a uh, I I know that was something that was a rumor about the real Blackbeard is like the reason he survived so many battles was because he had signed his soul over to the devil. And so that was the whole thing. But, uh, it's, just give me something, something a little bit, just so I'm like, what, how, how, I know why,
3: <laughs> I know why we were never told properly. Why? Cause G- Gibbs wasn't around to tell us. You're right. He was always he, the, <laughs> he was always that guy. He's the keeper of lore, man. He's <sighs> just...
0: They need to release like a book yeah, or like, give us a, um, Like a documentary series, like five or six episodes of just Kevin McNally as Gibbs giving us like like the history of pirate of certain pirates, even though there's millions of documentaries out there about pirates that are really good. Also, you can watch, uh, I think Black Flag is the show that was on Uh, stars. This was like 10 years ago that has some really good depictions on um, real life pirates. I know Blackbeard was one of the, the main ones.
2: But, well, when um, we went to where did we go that we saw was it when we went to Alcatraz?
3: What what did we see?
2: We saw the the, the whole thing about all the pirates. Yeah, it was Alcatraz. Alcatraz
3: used so, to have like a museum here. Oh.
2: Yeah, we went to a museum here. It told about a bunch of pirates and like their all their different like flags and everything. It was really only neat. And like yeah,
0: actually the fun the great funniest thing is uh when you buy I think it was the fourth the fourth Uncharted game. It gave you a bunch of stickers of all like different pirate flags, and it gives you the names of each one. And I'm like, I don't know who half of
3: these people are. Just go, dude. Listen, but it's pretty. Just cool. go watch. Just go through the thousand plus episodes of One Piece. Uh, yeah, Black, you'll learn Black, <laughs> Blackbeard's way better than that. Everybody's got Jolly Rogers. They're inspired by real pirates and stuff. Just go fucking watch that. The only
0: ones I like, just from these two sheets, the only one I recognize is Anne Bonny. She
2: was pretty badass too. And
0: Henry Avery, I heard of him. But they're really cool flags. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like completely bash this thing. You know, well, let's get into the plot and we can speak our.
2: We can bash it as we get. Speak our minds as
3: we get through it. (laughs) He was saying Anne Bonny, and I'm trying to think of what pirate that there's a pirate in One Piece that's based on pretty much any any and every famous famous pirate that fucking exists. So Mm. I just can't think of it.
2: That's not not necessary. We're we're not talking about One Piece right now.
3: I'd rather. <laughs> <laughs> they carry on oh well this We're here m- for the people
0: well this movie starts uh with a couple fishermen finding a body in the water yeah they like fish him out you are like this guy's clearly dead nope he's still alive so they uh they decide to bring this body to the Spanish king who I guess they can literally just walk up to his doorstep and be like we have this and it's just a dude who's just like uh the foul Ponce de
3: Leon, <laughs> fuck that guy. But what about him? No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this is uh, supposed to be King Ferdinand, who was a real Porsche. Spanish king. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, the guy states that he found Ponce de Leon's ship and the location of the Fountain of Youth, which, like we stated before, they literally like it's it's literally an Easter egg at the end of at World's End of the, of you know Jack looking at the map. Uh, and sure. it says Fountain of Youth. So we then go, we are now in the courthouse in jolly old London, and a pirate is being tried and it's supposed to be Jack Sparrow. But uh, nope, it's it's Gibbs. But they Poor think you. Gibbs is Jack. <coughs> <Liar>. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's so funny. This is this was a part that I actually enjoyed the whole, the whole London scene of like everything that happens with Jack in London. I'm like, all right, I, I don't mind this. But also, like, how the fuck
3: did Jack get all the way to London without being caught? Okay. And why would why would they try him in London? All the way there, right? Don't, yeah, no, don't like, you have
0: places that they try? They literally show pirates being hung on one of the, uh, whatever the uh, the other three were based out of.
3: Yeah. Well, like, know. that's the thing. is like, unless, like, <clears throat> well, unless he Jack's committed a, a pr- crime
0: in London. Yeah, I know he's a true. big
3: deal. Like, I get it. Yeah. I don't think they would ship him all the way over there for that. They'd no, be like, "We no. need to kill this motherfucker right now."
0: So the uh, the judge comes in, and it's Jack, and you get the whole thing of him, him and Gibbs going back and forth with each other, and like everyone in the courthouse is like, "Hang him, hang him," <laughs> and. He's like, nah, we're just going to send us him to uh, life in prison. And everybody's like, come on, man. This is like a sporting event. Yeah. People are just
3: like, them!'" <laughs> well, it was the style at the time. hang yeah. them or guillotine if you're in France. So, were well, yeah. they
2: always oh, that loud?
3: Well, probably. Oh, it's crazy. Women like over there screaming, flopping their tits out and stuff all over the place. <laughs>
2: fans when they passed out. <laughs> <back>. Oh. <laughs>
3: That one, kid, we're going to miss the hanging. Dad's like, that's no the thing later. But no, that was a thing, though. That was a big yeah. deal.
2: But the kid was so excited about that. Like. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, that's the that's just... That, what the fuck are you doing back then? <laughs> this, this is entertainment. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So Jack devises a plan to free Gibbs and get back to the sea. He needs to get a ship. He needs to get a crew. Um, or at least he he does, never says that. It's usually Gibbs who says that. And then... He's like, I, I don't need any of that. And Gibbs is like, Oh, well, s- supposedly you're meeting, you're doing a, a crew meeting down at whatever tavern it was at like seven thirty or whatever. And he's like, a ditty oh, ditty no. Twister, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> we got a, a from dust till dawn uh, tie in here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you know, Jack pays the the cart guy to bring him to where he needs to go, but the cart guy gets paid off by uh, the army. And they get sent to the, the, the palace where the king is. And, you know, Jack, of course, is I love that. Like Jack can easily
3: walk, but he's just being dragged like through. Yeah, like, I know. The like, like he was knocked unconscious. there. And he's just <laughs> yeah, just so looking funny. around like.
0: Well, the funny thing is, is he gets smoked in the back of the head and he doesn't become unconscious. He just like he's he literally like says something to Gibbs. So,
3: I I yeah, guess. or his hat absorbed the blow. I don't know. Yeah, maybe.
0: But he gets in there and he's waiting for whoever and uh, this is where you get the pastry. He like scoots his chair over to get the pastry and of course the king uh, the, the whole, everybody's coming in and he throws it up into the air and it gets attached mm-hmm. to the chandelier. Mm-hmm. I
2: love it. He's like that's all he wanted was that pastry. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> and uh, So the king comes in played by oh man uh, Richard, Richard Griffiths, Griffiths yeah. who would play Uncle Vernon in the Harry Potter franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is you know he's trying to explain like he's trying to ask jack different things and of course like every time jack's trying to talk the chains are like you know going about making a lot of noise he's on like, purpose. Just, could you take those chains off please <laughs> <laughs> and uh he pretty much is like hey we need you to lead a crew to the fountain of youth because you know where it is and he's like no i don't and he's like i think you do but you're not gonna be the captain we have a captain who comes out but nice and posh Captain Barbosa, privateer Captain Barbosa, yeah, Barbossa. not a pirate, not a pirate. And this is where he explains, you know, like he's got a peg leg now, and he set, tells you know Jack quickly that the pearl is has is gone. And this is when we get a very long escape from Jack, which, to be honest, is usually the bright spots of these movies. Is Jack's like. So he does it's not as simple of him getting loose and like jumping out a window. He's got to like climb up to the chandelier. He's swinging. He does this and that and all that stuff. He gets his pastry, eats it, goes down, fights a couple guys, comes back, blah blah. blah. Then he finally, you know, like, gets outside.
3: This is don't forget when he when he hits on Judy Dench.
0: Oh, I know that's my next note.
3: Oh, sorry, I apologize. Carriage. So
0: he yeah he jumps onto a carriage, gets in there, and who is it but Dame Judy Dench. And it looks like he's going going to gnaw on that ear. But actually, he steals her earring. But she's all like, oh,
1: boy.
2: (laughs)
3: Give me some of that lobe. I don't know
2: how I missed her. (laughs) Because I thought that part was hilarious. I'm like, is he whispering something to her? And then she's Uh, like,
0: oh. oh, She was like, like, oh, my goodness. (laughs) I need to change my knickers when I get home.
3: (laughs) All 17 layers. Yeah, is that all? Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh
0: goodness. Um we get a horse and buggy chase which is so fun. It's it's literally like what what's a car chase in 1750 horse and buggy. Right. Yeah.
2: See that's that is exactly what I I thought about and then um all I could think of when he gets on top of the two is the one movie where the guys on top of the trucks and they start going. They go to separate. I was yeah. just, I was just waiting for him to have to do a split.
0: <laughs> I'm just waiting for the headless horseman. Like we're on uh, movie. <laughs> yeah,
3: no, we've done this here. before. Get it out was here. better the last yes, time. Yes, yes.
0: And this is when, yeah, he gets like he jumps off the, the carriage, and there's one guy back there who's gonna who's gonna shoot him, but who saves him. But dear old dad, Captain Teague, mm-hmm. again, played by Keith Richards.
2: He just looks so rough.
0: <laughs> oh, he's looked rough for like 40 years.
2: I saw them drugs.
0: I mean, clearly, I mean, I'm not going to advocate for drugs, but clearly whatever drugs, Keith Richards and all of the Rolling Stones, Ozzy Osbourne, whatever they were doing, clearly did nothing to them.
3: Well, just what, made him well, look a little that- rough. I think yeah. it's you. Just you go through it, and you eventually reach a threshold where you've had so much, it's just the same as embalming yeah. fluid. It yeah. just keeps you alive.
0: And it. before anyone gets pissed off that we're talking, we uh, just said that I do not advocate for doing drugs. Don't do drugs. No, no. they're bad. They're bad.
2: It was just that whole. There'll be that one, There'll be that they're one person decades. who hears us say it,
0: that, and I'd be like, one star review.
2: It was all the hair bands from seventies, yeah. the eighties. They're they all still just... so fucking alive. Yeah, like, what know. the hell? <laughs> I know and they have been through some shit.
0: Yeah. So uh Jack and Dad, they have a combo about the fountain. Um they talk about how there's a ritual that needs to be performed. Jack really doesn't know the 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 ritual uh but he's told that there are two chalices that are on uh Da ship and he's going to need those. And of course they like share a drink. I love when he like turns around um to look at something he turns back and his dad's gone.
3: His dad's bad man.
0: I was just <laughs> going to say that. Um so yeah, we then go into you know Jack goes into a room and he meets another Jack, somebody impersonating him. And this is when we meet Angelica played by Penelope Cruz. Um I guess they had some sort of pretty intense relationship back in the day, um which just uh, this is one aspect of it was like this goes on too long and we get too much information that goes
3: nowhere. Seems to be a common trait in these movies. Yeah, I guess
0: they almost got married. That was the whole thing. I don't oh, know. God. And uh, I was like, "There's not. You cannot convince me in any way, shape, or form that that, that Jack Sparrow was ever considered getting married."
3: This would just be. This story was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. He would have been
2: married, but he would have like never come back. He would have sailed away and oh, yeah. never come yeah. back.
3: Two things, because I got to get my quote in. First off. The whole concept of somebody going to marry someone that you wouldn't think would get married and runs off was done way better in the newest With Some Boots film.
1: Like, yes.
3: Way fucking better. Yes. Secondly, thinking back to the Dame, Dame Judy Dench scene. I don't know the technical term for this so I need our audience or any of y'all to chime in. If when a dude gets worked up but nothing happens it's called cock teasing for a woman is it clam teasing? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
0: What the hell?
3: <laughs> because Dame like he like you know nibbled her lobe, but she's like, oh yeah, and he just like left her. I was like, is that clam teasing? <laughs> You're the expert here. You tell me. I <laughs> Just
2: kidding. That's I illegal. am. I am. Audience time. I am
3: envisioning all
0: of these oh, awful reviews for our show. I'm just. I can <laughs> see them being written. That. I can see them being typed on the computer right now. So angrily they do it one at a time with one finger.
3: I just want to let you guys know they when I a
2: screen on their phone. When,
3: <laughs> when these reviews when we start recording these, I do not think of these ahead of time. They literally happen oh, while we're talking That's what like, this show's all the, about,
0: people. We don't plan anything. I write my notes. That's the best you're getting. And I look up some facts on IMDb. Thinking. But uh, well, uh, that's what, like it,
3: video viewers, like if you like during the Dame Duty Dench conversation earlier, like you will see me laugh to myself. That was the moment that thought crossed my mind. So but carry yeah. it. But the first thing, yeah, go ahead. Yes, carry on.
2: Now all I can um, pick up is clam bake. Clam bake. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
3: New England clam chowder. No. Is it the red one or the white one? White, it's the white
0: one, guys. <laughs> white one. Manhattan <laughs> clam chowder is the red one.
3: <laughs> I, I just I had to
2: bring well, the a, a hey, part of the month. Um, oh, no.
3: Fucking <laughs> 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 <sighs> 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 right
0: here. Dude, this is full circle. Talk. What are we doing here, people? What
3: are we let's, doing? Let's <laughs> continue this off trail adventure. I made an Ace Ventura Sorry, reference. That was, that was really good. Flicks Flicks and Friends just brought up the fact that they're what watching Ace Ventura 2 earlier. Yeah. Because I was talking about shit. It's all full circle. Full I'm circle. Telling you. Jesus Christ. Even even uh, with but... the the yeah. The <laughs> happening. <laughs> the blood
0: name so, so you find <laughs> you find out that angela <laughs> angela yeah keep going. what the fuck is her name is it angelina or is it An- it's angelica. angelica angelica like rugrats jesus
2: because um, all i could think of was um rugrats
0: yeah she's trying to find the the fountain too and she needs jack's help he gets darted and of course he got like some big old zombie looking <laughs> fellow was like and you also find out that mermaids are involved in the ritual because that's the last thing he hears before he gets darted. So Gibbs is then blackmailed by Barbosa to help him find Jack. I love the whole thing where Barbosa throws him a line and he's like, "Oh, that's this is pretty this is pretty dark. You're making you know someone tie their own tie their own noose." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Well, this doesn't have to happen if you just help me." He's like, oh, "Okay," and it's the whole thing where he needs to show him where the where the the fountain is and he's got the map. And he ends up burning it and the only way like Gibbs can get out of dying is well you you're gonna need me because I memorized that map before I burned it and Barbosa's like you bastard I also Welcome think, I also, think yeah, I, I also don't think yeah I also don't think Barbosa would have killed him like I said Barbosa he's not nearly as ruthless as a lot of the pirates that we've seen in these movies like he's I feel like he puts on a facade most of the time he's very strong and he has to look you know, like tough in front of all the other pirates. Or not the pirates, but all the other Navy officers that are there.
1: Yeah,
3: He's an anti-hero. Yeah. 100%.
0: So Jack wakes up and he finds out he's aboard the Queen Anne's Revenge. And he's like, oh, great. We find out that all of Blackbeard's crew are zombified. It's pretty much to like, so he has control over them. And also they can foresee the future as well, because he talks about how the quartermaster like saw his death, or like saw how he's going to die by the one-legged man. That was like the whole thing.
3: I think it's just an excuse to have that as a thread, but I don't ever remember really much future sight, clairvoyant shit in this movie outside of the one-legged man bit. Yeah, I don't know. And, and, but, but oh yeah, this is
2: having cloudy eyes. This is I just assume that was.
3: Well, this is more like traditional, like Haitian zombies, not like yeah. Romero. No, you know, no, but, for a no, uh, not you.
2: No, I get it, but I just assumed that that was because they were. Zombies zombified and not, I don't know, maybe they could access that. I don't
3: know, maybe I don't know, maybe that's the case.
2: I'm just trying to make it make sense. It still doesn't. This
3: movie doesn't make a lot of it.
0: Uh, we also find Philip or, or Bible Boy, as I called him in my notes. Uh, he's strung up to the mast, and uh, yeah, it was like, oh, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, Angelica, we find out, is Blackbeard's daughter, but also she tells Jack that she's not really his daughter she's just f- trying to like she's trying to trick him into getting her to go to the fountain whatever um well i know it's it's a whole ploy to get the the ship uh but he needs to get to the fountain because there's a prophecy about how a one-legged man is going to kill him and blah 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 we already talked about that uh the spaniards show up yes, uh, we're back we're back with barbosa but the spaniards show up and uh, they go right by him, and they were all prepared to, like, fight him. And they're like, well, they didn't even look over here, so there's no mm-hmm. point fighting them. They're, they do not give a shit about us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we then are back uh, with Jack, and he meets up with the crew downstairs and then try to start a mutiny. And this is when, you know, the, the crew goes up. They fight the, you know, the zombies up there. And this is when Blackbeard makes his appearance. And I stated... <laughs> I stated earlier in this series that uh, this entry was probably my favorite entry of a villain, and watching it again, I I have to change my opinion. I wasn't; it was fine. The only probably cool
2: looking at him though.
0: The only cool thing about his entry is when he comes out and he's got his be- his beard end of his beard is you know lit up,
3: which is the whole Blackbeard legend.
0: But other than that, like he just doesn't
2: feel like Blackbeard.
3: No, he does not menacing. He's not really imposing. And he I doesn't chew even, up the scenery. I
2: no. wasn't even watching him. I was more focused on what Jack was doing.
3: Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah, you find out he can control his ship, like everything about it, with his gigantic sword. Like this sword is awkward looking. Like I just like, ugh, I wouldn't want to carry that thing around. That thing is like Definitely. three swords fused together. It's so wide.
2: It's definitely one of those, it's like, ooh, how heavy is that? Yeah. Like that, you couldn't wield that easily.
0: So, Philip is cut down, and he stands up to Blackbeard. You know, he throws all of his religion things at him. And um, this is, and then Jack is also spared, but then they just, they kill the cook, because he was the one who was supposed to be on watch. And so we get this whole thing where, well, for one, all the crew gets, like, Wrapped up in the lines on the ship, and you get that whole thing. Um, which to be honest, it's kind of cool. I kind of like that whole thing where like the, the ship comes alive and the, it attacks everybody, but no one dies, mm-hmm. which I think yeah. would have been a more interesting thing. Uh, but we, yeah, we see the the, the cook gets put on a little dinghy and he starts rowing out. And yeah, I guess, uh, Blackbeard has a gigantic flamethrower at the end of the ship.
3: So cool. Now we only see once.
0: Yeah. Yeah. At least with the, you know, with the Flying Dutchman and those triple cannons on the front, we got to see those a bunch of times. That yeah. was cool.
3: And when he brought forth the crack and he had yeah. the big. Like, well, actually, you know, no, we this is that? it. We
0: do get to see this one more time. The flame. Do and it was used better in the scene, than oh, in the, in the, the yeah. later scene. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, the guys, you know, barbecued and uh, everybody's watching and all like, oh my God, Blackbeard, he's so scary. So. Uh, Blackbeard and Jack, they have a conversation about the fountain and uh, Angelica and, you know, Jack's trying to be like, she's not who you think she is. She's not really your daughter, blah, blah, blah. And this is when also Blackbeard has a voodoo doll of Jack that he can t- that he kind of uses to carve like a emblem on his chest. Was like, that also doesn't never comes back. Nope. We're then back with Barbosa and his crew. They're a little wary about White Cat Bay, because this is where all the mermaids live, and this is scary. It's like, we don't want to go there. There'd be mermaids, and not the ones that sing on rocks.
2: But well, they sing.
0: Just they not sing. on the rocks, okay?
2: Not like, on the rocks.
0: So, yes. yeah, I just love the one guy who's just like, <laughs> everybody for themselves, and just jumps off the side of the boat. I'm like...
3: Everybody's like, man overboard. Barbosa's like, fuck them. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have been lighter. the same
0: way. I'm like, what you... No, you're not coming back on. Screw you, buddy.
3: Yeah. At least if you're gonna bail, do it closer to land.
0: Right? <laughs> where okay. are you going? I guess he would just rather die floating in the ocean than die by mermaids. So Jack and Angelica, they have a weird seductive conversation on the boat where they're like rolling all over each other, but talking about the ritual to the fountain. And mm-hmm. um Yeah, you you know, they talk about the fact of like that they, they were so close to getting married, but Jack, you know, left her and I'm like, oh, we don't need this backstory for Jack. It's not interesting. So she then brings him to a room and shows him the Black Pearl. It's in a. (laughs) It's like, why is it in a? Why is it in a bottle? (laughs) How does? And we also don't get told how this works. (laughs) They're just ships in bottles. No explanation of why. Is that is that something that Blackbeard can do? Why so, is Blackbeard just in this movie? Never explained in any of the prior ones. I think it would have been really cool if he was at least mentioned in some sort of passing about like, mm, Blackbeard, beware of that they guy.
2: Could've, they could have even mentioned him in in the last one when they were talking about all of, or was it the last one where they were talking about all the pirates meeting yeah. or whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: They could have just said, oh, he, you know, he denied the request or whatever, and he's right. just doing his thing. Literally like about... they could have even just mentioned him like that. Just to know that he's a part of this. Yeah.
3: That's what I thought. I was like, what about black? Like when they're talking about needing more help, what about Blackbeard? Like, nah, do will kill us too. Blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. obviously they said he attacks the pirates and doesn't give a shit. So yeah,
2: like they could have just brought him in just in passing as a, Yeah,
3: that's all they want to do. That literally that like a couple throwaway lines. And that's you either needed. do it or you don't.
0: Also, Monkey Jack's in there, in the in the bottom. I
1: saw him. He's so scared. He's even
0: scarier in miniature. <laughs> I like that line. She also states that she's the actual daughter. of blackbeard. I was like, what are we doing? And uh, they then have arrived at Whitecap Bay. Um, they go to the shore. There's this really cool old lighthouse that they go up to, and it's been uh you, the the castle light. It's all from more like whale oil. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like the whole, you know, thing with them, you know, activating it, and then you got the crew that are on that's on the boats because they're supposed to be the bait for the mermaids, mm-hmm. and you get the whole backstory about mermaids, the fact of like, yeah, they'll, you know, drag you in, seduce you, and then they'll literally attack you, drag you to the bottom, and eat you. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's uh, you don't really, I don't think, I don't know, something had to. St- you know, stated in the comments, but I don't know of any other movie where mermaids are like evil like this that came out before this. Um, But I like the mermaids. I like the, the, what they do with the mermaids in this. Like they're not like the little mermaid mermaids or Peter Pan or like any of those. These are like, these are, they're, they're animals.
3: You know, Imagine the conversation between the, the different, like pirates and stuff. Like, yeah, dude, mermaids are horrible. Like, oh, they can't be that bad. Yeah, they'll suck your dick off. Well, that doesn't sound terrible. No, they'll suck your dick off. <laughs> like, oh, wow, <Whoa.
1: laughs>
3: That's oh. entirely different. That <laughs> comma makes all the difference.
0: So, yeah, the Scrum has to sing to lure the mermaid in. The mermaids sing as well. And then, of course, Scrum is just like, I don't care. I want a kiss from a mermaid. And he leans in and this is where you get like the he like just gets under the water and he sees she has fangs. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, this is when all the chaos happens. Like they're jumping around, snagging people and you know, all that. This is when Blackbeard uses the ship, the flamethrower at the front of the ship to, to push the mermaids to shore. I liked how they, it was used in the scene, but then yeah, we never see it again. They, They also, the mermaids have like a weird, like whip thing too, that they use to like, drag people that are on the shore and it's a whole thing yeah um this is when jack has to save angelica because she got snagged by one of the mermaids uh jack's big idea is he's gonna go up and he's gonna blow up the lighthouse which is cool um philip gets one of the mermaids like uh one of the mermaids like attacks him brings him in and then like it gets a, a bunch of rubble landed on it so it uh it's stuck and I love the, this is my favorite line of the entire movie is when Jack comes out of the water after everything is all said and done. And he's just like, did anybody see that? Because I will not be doing that again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: yes. Um, we're back with Barbosa and this crew as they are right on their tail. I, I, I was kind of confused about this. Uh, so the mermaids were able to sink a massive ship. Yeah. What? Okay. Apparently
3: they just attacked in swarms, right? Yeah. Like, fuck them. Yeah.
0: Like, okay. And Barbosa doesn't give
3: a flying fuck about it.
0: <laughs> uh we then are back to Jack and the gang as they travel through the jungle. Uh Angelica explains the process yet again. We get told so many times the whole ritual behind the fountain of youth, it gets tiring. I'm like, I get it. I get it. All right. I don't even need to write it down anymore. You've said it so many times. I it's instilled in my brain. Also, we get a really bad snake. That she grabs out of the water. I was like, ooh, doesn't even look like she's grabbing it. (laughs) And it's so big. That is a fat coral snake.
3: Yeah, they don't get that big. Coral
0: snakes do not get that big. We then get to a cliff side where they're used to. I'm guessing there used to be a bridge, but there's just a cliff. Jack is told he's got to go down. Angelica tries to, to do it herself. But then you get the whole thing with the pistols. It's like the Russian roulette with the different pistols. And it's a whole thing because it's one of those things where you constantly are seeing that Blackbeard doesn't actually care about her; he's just using her as a, a leverage for the end game. And so yep. you get the whole thing where you know he Jack finally goes and is and she's like, "You weren't really going to shoot me, were you?" And he's and he kind of just
3: blows it off. Yep, that's what we talked about. There's so many of these, we're just yeah. like, dude, come on!
0: They're trying to get us to care about the relationship between Blackbeard and Angelica, but it's like I don't care at all. Like she just yep. is here to—I don't even know why. Um, Barbosa collects some poison dart frogs, which uh, this actually go leads into something that's actually yeah, this a interesting. Payoff. Yeah, <laughs> we then see and he has a hobby
3: now. Yeah, apparently he's a pathologist. The, the frogs in the jar. Yeah,
0: he calls him—he calls them poison toads—and I was like, no, that's not what they are.
3: That may be just slang they use. Probably, yeah.
0: Uh, it probably sounded cooler to say toads for uh, Jeffrey Rush in that awesome accent he uses it could instead be. of frogs. Um, Jack finds the Santiago It is literally embedded into the side of a mountain. And so he's got to go up there and I love how he's, he's like, he's talking about it. He's just like, eh, that's the uh, Santiago the uh El de Leon ship and he turns around and he's like, oh yeah there's no one here.
3: Yeah, yeah. Little on the nose, I like it.
0: So we then find out as we go back to so uh, the mermaid gets caught by Philip, well, sort of. Uh, but the the rest of the crew they capture the mermaid. They got a carrier in like a glass case, which was mentioned earlier in the movie. It was like, hey, what's that glass case for? And it, you kind of don't really get told the reasoning. Um, but the the case crashes and so she spills out but and then because she's on land she can grow legs and i was like she didn't even need to give her voice up to ursula all right i, like, I know wow. just throw her in the middle I was of like, the jungle apparently. i was like did i was like did did ariel ever even try to just flop on land and see if her legs grew no we, uh, we wouldn't even had a movie
3: fucking tried and gun wouldn't let her It's like, nobody can go (laughs) on land. Fucking, you ain't got no damn legs.
0: Crazy thing to to connect it all, right? So Penelope Cruz is married to Javier Bardem, who plays King King Triton. Is it Triton? Triton in Little Mermaid. Uh, And he directed both. And of course, uh, this movie and The Little Mermaid are directed by Rob Marshall. Javier Bardem will show up next week. As oh. the villain of the next pirates movie, so oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, so um, Philip in the mermaid talk, and he names her Serena, which I guess is just Spanish for mermaid.
3: Um, you're invented.
2: They're they're technically sirens.
3: Yes. So yes. I
2: can. I could see. Yeah. I don't know if that's maybe Spanish maybe that.
0: maybe it's Spanish for siren. I don't know. And I can
2: see that.
0: So Jack and Barbosa, they meet on the Santiago. I like the whole thing where the ship is like unbalanced, so they have to like, you know, yeah. the, the ship keeps rocking back and forth. So they like they hang out in Ponce de Leon's bed with the body of Ponce de Leon, who's mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it is pretty That's cool. Really it fun. is pretty creepy though when he like when Jack goes to take the map and the head turns.
1: Right. Yep. Don't touch Just the don't map. Touch the map.
0: And then he puts the map down, the head goes back. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And they find out that the Spanish have already taken the chalices. They already got there, did their thing. Because they're not they're, there's no shit. Like they, they're not doing all this extra bullshit that all these pirates are doing. They're just they they got a plan. They're going here, yep. doing this this this, and they're good. Yep. <clears throat> um. So Jack then joins up with Barbosa. We then go back and uh, Blackbeard. He's just so mean. He threatens the mermaid for a tear. And she won't cry, so he kills Philip to try to get one, and still nothing. Uh, Jack and Barbosa, they get the chalices uh, from the Spanish. They go into like one of the camps. They they steal the chalices, but they get caught. We find out Philip is alive! I don't know how, but he's alive.
3: He got darted.
1: Oh, that's I just, right. It was the guy that killed that's him with right. the
3: dart on yeah, the Yeah, okay, that's
0: right. Him. I remember him taking that out. But yeah, and it he,
3: looked like he cut his throat? Yeah. yeah.
0: So he goes back to Serena, who's tied up and tries to untie her and blah blah blah. But then you know, she starts to cry, and it was kind of a whole ploy thing. Like, you know, it was the whole plan. And so mm-hmm. of course Serena's mad at him because she thinks that he screwed her over. It's the whole a whole thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, uh, Monsters,
3: have taught you that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Blackbeard just plans on killing her anyways. Like the the spot that they go to, it's got all the, the skeletons of of dead mermaids that they tried to use for the, the ritual. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack and Barbosa, they are tied up after getting caught by the Spanish. Um, Barbosa's peg leg is actually a keg full of delicious rum. Um, but also yeah. this is where Barbosa spills about how he lost the pearl. Uh, pretty much. It's just like, uh, Blackbeard is ruthless. Like that's the whole premise. It's like Blackbeard came in on us. There was no, you know, option for parlay. There was nothing. He just came in. And um, you know, he's I guess this is why none of the crew from the Black Pearl is in this movie, because technically, I guess they're all dead. Um and yeah, like, and of course, I guess a line wrapped around his leg to the point where he had to cut off his own leg to save himself. And then the pearl gets. Put in a bottle, and his his whole reason behind joining the King's Navy was to do exactly like he doesn't care about the fountain; he just wants to kill Blackbeard. Yeah, it's like, a
3: means to an end for him. I'm That's like, all it's it is.
0: it's okay, I guess it ties into it. Um, and you know, Jeffrey Rush, I I can never complain about watching him perform. Um,
3: yeah, he did some of his better acting of this movie in that scene. Yes,
0: absolutely. So Jack escapes up the tree. We also, I I do like the new the music that they they do in this. It's like the the regular pirates theme, but it's got the guitar, like the Spanish guitar playing in the back. Yeah, uh, which is r- uh, really well done. Uh, who was the performer? Uh, Rodrigo and Gabriela were the the artists who added that little Spanish flair to the pirates theme. And Hans Zimmer came back to do the uh, do the score. So that's pretty cool. So we then see. Um, that Barbosa gets set free by his Navy guys, and then Jack. I like the whole thing where Jack like rounds up all the Spanish, the Spaniards, and they just like ties them up yeah. to a tree. Yeah. So Jack gives uh, Blackbeard the chalices, and Gibbs has to use the compass to get to freedom. And then you don't see Gibbs till the end of the movie, and I'm
3: like, okay, cool. Yeah, because like, he makes that deal with him. He's like, you can have the chalices under these specific conditions, which are really. Simple ones. I don't think Blackbeard, he's like, is that it? Yeah. Like, like he thought to... he thought he was gonna wager for more yeah. than what he did. Yeah. And he which is which obviously Jack has a plan. But it seemed like kind of like, all right, Gibbs, you get out of here, get get to safety, you know. Mm-hmm. So he's like, Here you go, dude.
0: So as Jack is walking through the jungle, he notices that the water at this point is is going up. It's like doing a natural thing so that he knows exactly where he needs to go. Uh, I love it when they get into the cave and you got the one guy who picks off this one small piece of a stalagmite and then another one like falls and impales the guy behind him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, stalagmite, is that the one on the floor or on the ceiling?
3: I think it's on the floor. Or
0: stalagmite is,
2: like, is on the floor, so stalactite. stalactite is up. Cause I always remember it. Like tight is top. Stalagmite to like is bottom. Cause G.
0: I'm gonna is blame bottom. my phone for that because I think I tried to put tight and it's changed it to might. So I'm blaming you, phone.
2: I I always remembered that. I read it in a book and I was like, ooh, I haven't forgotten it since.
0: So <laughs> I love it. Like Jack tries to do the thing where he like puts the two chal slams two chalices together and it doesn't work, and then um. You know, of course, the entire time Penelope Cruz's character is just like, do you even know what you're doing? Do you even know where it is? And I'm just like, can you please just step back for a second? Just let me do my thing. And then he notices it's got the words on it and uh, it says Aqua de And then I put living Livin de vita Loca, yeah, the fountain hey, of youth. <laughs> all
2: I could think was Inagata de vita And
0: I was a like, no,
3: that's wrong. Inagata ball, Da Ball, That is wrong. That's what does that song
0: even be- mean? Not even the artists know what
3: that song Iron means. Butterfly, <laughs> Iron Butterfly, dude. Listen, it was the episode of The Simpsons where Bart passed it off as a church jam and they all sung it in church. Uh, I, in the first time
0: part. I ever heard that song, side note, is from Freddy's Dead. Uh, the, what, a, what, sixth entry in the Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> it's one of my favorite ones.
3: <laughs> first time I heard that song was on the radio because i grew up listening to music like that it
0: was freddy's dead and probably i think it was in an episode of home improvement
3: nice probably Mm.
0: um so yeah so the when they get into the fountain of youth when they find it they get in there which is the whole process is um like when he reads the the words the aqua de it like opens up this like water portal that like sucks him in yeah. I that's hate
2: how you get this. It. That's weird. Because of the one little, the little um, water droplet that goes up, but then you got him climbing on the shoulders of this dude. It's so awkward. You like, he's definitely not climbing on his shoulders.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, you can see. You can kind of see it off to the side. I'm like, yeah. They could have just not shown that at all.
0: So they finally get. They get in there. And the music changes, and it sounds very Danny Elfman. I felt like I was yeah. in a Tim Burton yeah. movie for a, for a bit. I was like, this music just sounds so Tim Burton like. Like it, like where where are we right now? Did did Hans Zimmer take the day off, and Danny Elfman was like, I'll fill in for the day.
2: Jack just <laughs> opened a door. It was
0: weird. He went to,
2: he went to a different tree.
3: Yeah, open King, oh, the Fountain of Youth door. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: So, um, yeah, and then Barbosa shows up out of the shadows and it won't be the it won't be the first time or the last time that this shot is done. And, yeah, and, you know, he says his things about how he wants revenge on. uh, On Blackbeard, and so they start to fight
2: to stay behind, though, because, you know, not everybody was able to get in.
3: Yeah. yeah. There had to be somebody left behind.
2: Somebody had to be left behind. Like, like, how, did everybody,
3: like <laughs> hey. Hello. how did
2: everybody find this? There
3: X amount of people that were left behind. Like this guy's here, and then everybody else showed up. I'm like, they what are you doing do here? Like, weird. I'm just waiting for everybody up top, man. Yeah.
0: So yeah, the uh, everybody's fighting. I like how Jack tries to get it so it's just Barbosa and Blackbeard fighting, but then we're gonna fight. Mm. Yeah. So that all happens. Um Philip gets sliced open, and he just runs away. Little bitch. Bye, Philip. Your character is kind of pointless. Jack, Scrum, and and, and Angelica, they fight over the tear, which is, you know, it's a cool scene, of the whole thing where they're, like, flipping between the swords and the tear, and they're doing all this crazy stuff. And then we go back to Philip, who releases Serena. And, of course, she, like, she just bolts away. And you're just like, yeah, she's just mad. She's mad. She doesn't want you, Philip. You're just going to have to get over it.
2: She needs to go eat her pint of ice cream yeah. and yeah, cry yeah. You, and watch she, her sappy movie. Yeah. And just leave um, her
0: alone. And, uh, you know, he's you can see the hurt She's just like, I saved you. What did I, do? I didn't I'm so do hurt. anything wrong. Serena, go just, back.
3: And he just yeah. looks down. And he's like, oh, so that's what a liver <laughs> looks like. <laughs> <laughs> and just followed we'll follow
0: him. Out. Oh, God. So... Then the Spanish show up out of the shadows. It's literally the same shot as we saw Barbosa and his crew, but it's the Spanish. No out. one
3: suspects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs>
2: like, seriously, they got in awful quick. Like, they is, did. They just
3: rolled the people, fuck up.
2: Did they, like, jump?
3: Band, they, like, banners and everything. Well, you know the king didn't uh, have to do shit, all right?
2: I, well, of course he didn't, but he brought a lot of people.
3: Well, because they're all well organized. They got this shit figured out. Like
2: <laughs> They just, they're like, here, jump.
0: <laughs> so yeah so they the the spanish come in and they you know they think they're they're going to be using the fountain of youth but instead it's like no one should ever use this and they he smashes the, the chalice throws them uh to the side yeah. and then makes yeah. his uh his crew destroy the fountain
3: yeah because it's it, no one can grant eternal life but yeah. god himself yep yeah. uh yeah. so which definitely is not is, what
2: Not what I thought was going to happen. No,
3: it was like because they brought up about them being Catholic earlier, which was true. There was before. I think it was before that. Before what this film, there wasn't an attempted Catholic uprising in Britain, but obviously that failed miserably. Uh, So yeah, that's why they don't like Catholics apparently. (laughs) Yikes! Uh,
0: So Barbosa gets a stab in on Blackbeard with his poison. Lathed sword as he mentioned earlier he just wants gotcha, to drive bitch. that poison poison sword into his heart um and then of course angelica comes over to pull the sword out and slices her hand open and i was like how do you pull a sword out wouldn't you just pull it by the hand whatever um
3: jacks are the stopper yeah he's like "There's like, poison
0: and he's like why are you grabbing the blade what's wrong yeah. with you
2: <laughs> hello it has a handle for a reason
0: it was, it, I mean, it was, just, blah, it was a plot, you know. As you gotta... good
2: as a sword fighter as she was, because she could fight against Jack, not saying that he's the best, but she fought against him, Yeah. and she grabs the blade, like, what? That's yeah, you, what would,
3: you would think that, like, you could have done this differently, like, when she's, like, you know, goes to take the blade out of her dad, like, she gets hit by somebody else, because and right. she ends up cutting herself by, uh, like, out of yeah. accident. That yeah. would have made more sense than how she did that. Yeah.
0: It's like she's never seen a sword before. Um, yeah. so yeah, they're both dying. And so Barbosa then takes Blackbeard's sword and it takes his crew and just gets the fuck out of there.
3: <laughs> well, he he got what he needed. There was no yeah. point for him to be there. He's like, Fuck you bitches, we got what we wanted. Bye. Yeah.
0: So Jack then has to find the chalices, which Serena Did just shows Serena just shows up with the chalices. So she's like, Don't waste my tear. And he's like, Aye aye. And takes them, fills it up with the, the little bit of drop of water coming from the fountain that he can get. Drops the tear in one, and then brings it over. And of course, it's supposed to show you how how evil and egotistical Blackbeard is. He tells him the rules, and you know, tries to even tell Blackbeard like you know, wouldn't you want to you know, you can redeem yourself by saving your daughter? And he's like, fuck that, and takes the cup that he thinks has the tear in it. And then this is when we get a Jack moment, like the Jack we all know and love, where he walks away and then goes, oh, maybe it was the other way around. And of course, Angelica gets pissed off and.
2: Which makes no sense. No,
0: no. And then, but I mean, we get a really cool. I really like this effect of um, the water from the fountain coming out and like surrounding him and like. Just breaking him yeah. down to his bones, and I like the it whole thing where he's shot. like reaching out, and it's his skeleton hand, and he just, just collapses.
3: He's just a desperate piece of shit.
0: Yeah, I'm just words.
2: surprised that nobody like tried to take his ring or something. Like,
0: oh yeah, sure. oh you know, Jack was. I would have looted that body right after. Come on. Um. So yeah, so we then the next this the way they shot these scenes are weird. I, does it just take? How long was the journey from the ship to the Fountain of Youth? Because it A feels while. like Barbosa got back to the ship after Jack put Angelica on the island. I was like, "What? All right." So yeah, so yeah, Jack puts Angelica on one of those lonely on one of those lonely islands um, and gives her the pistol with one shot. And of course, you get the whole thing where she's trying to like persuade him not to do it. And one, I think it's pretty funny that they added this, especially since she was pregnant. It's like, oh, I'm with child, and it's your horse. And he's like, I don't think we ever did that.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh.
0: yeah. And then of course she shoots the shot, and he's like, you miss.
2: But remember that.
0: Yep. And she, uh, you know, and Jack goes away, and then we get to see Barbosa turn back into the Barbosa we all know and love. He gets yep. back into his outfit with his cool hat with a feather. And uh, does the sword thing and gets the ship to go and, you know, well, then he's, he's back.
3: And even even after, before that with all the Jack stuff, he's even telling her, like, listen, you don't have to shoot yourself. I said, he's like, it's a heavily tra- trafficked area yeah. by ships. Just signal a ship. They'll come pick you up. Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like giving her every out possible. And then she's still bitching about him killing, which he didn't. Well he kinda did, but he set it up so he would fuck himself over because him he knew exactly how he was. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, he's my dad. Well, your dad doesn't matter. He's a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. You barely knew. You he still d-
2: wanted to save your dad, even though he screwed you he tried to screw you over. And I
3: know some people are like that. I get it. Like, like there's really people like this. No. No. So no.
0: yeah, and then we get Jack meeting back up with Gibbs. And uh Gibbs has uh got all the, the ships that are in the bottles. And, um, yeah, they're going to go try to figure out how to get the pearl out of there. And I love how he
2: says, do you know how to get this out of here? And he starts naming off these random things like something about a goat. And I'm yeah, like, and he's like,
0: I know a guy with a goat. Funny. And he's like, I I, well, I, I, can handle the... <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. That
0: <laughs> the was a funny part. Moves. That I was liked, good. Was I liked good. it. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's it. That's the, uh, that's the end of the movie. And then there is a post-credit scene. There
1: Later has been a
0: post-credit scene in every one of these movies. Uh, it is. What? That's
2: what you were you were waiting for. After it's the...
0: it lead, spoiler. Alert, it does not lead to anything that happens in the fifth movie. It's Angelica sitting on the island, and she finds the Jack Voodoo doll.
3: Irrelevant. There we go. But why would it be there? It got thrown off the cliff. I, I don't. I don't know, Dan. That doesn't make it any sense.
2: Washed up on its shore somehow, and a crab got it or something. That's...
3: Anyway. Yeah.
0: But uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger. Hides. Oh, let's uh let's pull up these lovely. Comments. It
2: just doesn't make me look forward to the next one.
0: I'm gonna say right now, I've only seen it once. No, maybe I've seen it twice. I think the next one is a better movie.
2: Okay. I hope so. It makes me feel a little bit better. I mean, as long as it's I interesting.
0: I think the story I think the story is is slightly better. I think the villain is more. Um, I like his reasonings behind what he does, and I think it looks better. Like the, it's like the cinematography looked better. Like I'm not saying this movie looks bad visually. I think it's gorgeous because it is on location. This is filmed on Hawaii, a beautiful, a beautiful islands, beautiful islands is what I meant to say. Um, it just it didn't have that same flair as the other as the the last few, where I think this next one kind of goes back to it. All right, well, we got some comments over on Twitter as we do every single week. Everybody, make sure you go, you check your Instagram, you check your uh, Twitter if you follow us over at Dissect That Film. We Every week, whatever day I watch the movie, Angela posts it too. uh, We ask for your comments on what your thoughts are on whatever movie we're covering. Uh, The Pirates of the Caribbean franchise has been kind of light on the comments. Uh, so Which is, is, you know, hey, if you want to comment, cool. If you don't, Whatever, uh, But we do have uh, Darren from NostalgiaCast who has commented on every single one of these. Uh, we're going to yeah. start off with his. Uh, he says, I hope that I'm not becoming the guy that dissect that film listeners can depend on to expand on the Pirates movies. <laughs> but, this one ain't, <laughs> but this one ain't very good. Uh, Claflin, who played Philip, and Burgess Frisbee, who was Serena, are no Bloomin' Nightly. 100%. Yeah and they I had that real weird feeling that they were trying to do that. And making Jack the actual protagonist is weird. It just doesn't work. Yeah. I agree. That's uh, we talked about.
3: There wasn't enough of a supporting... A good enough of a supporting cast to help him through the movie.
0: Our next one is from Bill Reed's Bad Reviews, who says, The first three are absolute treasure. Full pirate pun intended. And everything after that, I just forgot. I feel like most people did. Our next one is from Dewey Podmaster who said, I was worn out on the franchise when this one came out and never saw it.
3: <laughs> wow. Okay. There right,
0: we go. Uh, next it's one is Kevin, Kevin the Critic, who said, I saw it once and liked it. I haven't revisited it since 2011. Just leave it that way. Yes, please do. And the last one is from Streaming Wasteland, who said, well, now I have something to listen to, and I'm hoping that's our episode. That'll. I
3: hope so. Yes.
0: So thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, I'm going to just double check Instagram. I don't think we had anything over there. but uh... I, just
2: saying, I got two on mine.
0: All right. Yeah, nothing on Instagram, so go ahead.
2: So I put, does this movie live up to the last three? Darren says no. Just, <laughs> just
3: no. no. Yeah, nothing else. I saw that. Yeah, that's funny. And
2: then I got one for Movie mo- Mobster that says, it's okay, but mostly no. Yeah. So We, we concur. I, I feel yeah, that it's- way.
0: It's very forgettable.
3: It's just a very There's, forgettable movie. It's
2: like those that. few scenes that, you know, you really enjoy, but the rest is like, yeah, meh.
3: Doesn't make up for it. Like, mm.
0: Yeah, that that's about it, guys. That is Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Uh, we have one more Pirates movie to cover, which we will be covering next week for episode 113, uh, which is Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, which is just a lovely tongue twister. Um, like I said, this is a... Uh, this was one that came out that was kind of just like a shock. Like I was like, Oh, I didn't even realize we were doing another one of these. (laughs) Right. But, um, but yeah, I'm excited to revisit it. Like I said, I do remember enjoying it. I thought it was way better than I was expecting it to be. So I'm excited to see what you guys think coming, going in as as your first watch. Um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. We're already entering our final week of another franchise, which is wild to think. And, uh, we're going to, We're going to do our rankings next week. We're going to go through the entire franchise at the end of next week's episode, and we're going to rank all of these um, because I feel like we're all going to have different lists, but it's going to be a weird one, to say the least, when we go through the rankings. Um, And then after that, I'll just announce it now, and I'll say it again next week's episode. Uh, After we finish up Pirates of the Caribbean, we are bringing back a good friend who hasn't been on the show in in a while, Uh, and uh, she is someone who journeyed with me for six weeks to talk about the resident evil franchise and
1: oh,
0: since there is one more resident evil movie out there i figured let's get this baby out of the way and there is no better person to bring back but our good friend leanne aka piggy uh because when it wouldn't when, when i think of resident evil and talking about anything resident evil well we got dan i know dan's a big fan of resident evil but piggy Piggy was uh, the, the person that we brought on the original for those original movies, sweet. so I'm excited to bring her back for for this and to have her back on the show because I think the last time she was on was for Child's Play that we did for our first round of Halloween movies in 2021. So it's been
1: Gosh, it's it's been, been a long a little time little since bit.
0: we uh, since she's been on the show, but I'm very excited to bring her back. I will talk about it again next week at the end of next week's episode. So and then um, yeah, it's just we got a lot of stuff going on. Hope, uh, if you guys haven't yet make sure to go over to our patreon check it out uh we have two tiers now we have a dollar tier which will get you uh our episodes early and then we are we have a five dollar tier which will have you know that perk plus we're gonna have bonus episodes uh we're gonna have commentary tracks we're going to we have a patreon exclusive show that is uh by the time you listen might already be in the works but we got things going, working on for a, an exclusive uh, show, which is going to be very exciting. We got a lot of uh, content that we feel is worth that $5 that you'd be giving us, so make sure to check that out. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Um, do you guys have anything you want to add before we get the heck out of here? Nope. Alright, guys. <laughs> Until next time, I am Brett Parker. That is Dan and Angelo of DNA Gaming. We are Dissect That Film, and this has been the Dissect Film Podcast Episode 112! We'll see you all again next time. Bye-bye.